21 games in the books. And guess what? The Penguins once again find themselves in a 3-2 score. Penn's postgame showdown in Music City starts right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showtime scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. and the Predators for the first of two meetings between these two squads and we go to the Music City to kick things off which is where we would find ourselves at Bridgestone Arena and among us we would have the return yes I said the return of the Rusty Razor Ryan Rust returned to the lineup last night in our recap game as we recap it here on a beautiful yet snowy, depending on where you are, Wednesday evening here, 4 01 at the time of this recording. It's 4. It's one minute after 4 p.m. right now uh, at the time of this recording. Penguins lose 3-2 to two to the Nashville Predators. Now they got to get ready for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Who also lost in their game yesterday. We'll talk about that in the final segment. But to kick us off here, after we've gone through our game summary, I want to take you to what head coach Mike Sullivan had to say after the loss. We pre-recorded the head coach interviews, and you'll hear both of them throughout the program. Mike Sullivan will be first. So without further ado, Let's get to our game summary. Shake of the game will come your way as well in the middle portion. And we got quite a busy Thursday for you. One of the shows will be dropping on YouTube. It'll be dropping throughout the December month. It's our final show of Weekly in Sports for 2023. Our final show of Sports for Beginners Season 2 will be in the December month. But let's just say, for our weekly in sports show, we have quite a lot to talk about. 
especially when it comes to the PWHL. You'll learn more about what we might be doing there when we get to that day. And lastly, lastly, I swear, before we get to this game recap, I swear, last thing, Ryan Talbot, Bills Mafia, will be back in the studio with myself for a Bills bye week show. We'll discuss how the Bills can improve from their loss against the Eagles, what they're going to need to do in order to get them into the playoffs. And of course, I mean, if you saw my Q&A in the last post-game show I did, I asked you, Bills Mafia, is it time to hit the panic button? We'll dive into that with Ryan on Thursday. That's tomorrow. November 30, 2023. That will be recorded right after our weekly in sports program, but it will not air until we are prepping for Chiefs versus Bills. So even if it does air, the day it is recorded, it probably may air on the Friday. And with all that being said, we will have a post-game show for the Penguins and the Lightning. We will have a post-game show for the Pens and Lightning on Friday as well. Busy, busy podcast week in the studio here. All right. Speaking of Penguins post-game. Let's get into what this one is about. So we we did some quick station stuff here. But let's get to it. And break down what went down at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. And if you're in Nashville, Tennessee, welcome. We appreciate you joining us here. I know, normally post-game shows come to you right after the game. That's exactly what we're trying to do, but sometimes we might not get the show to you right after the game. And that's okay. All right. Before we get off topic, let's get to it. So we begin with our scoring summary. And it's soft. Now, this game needed overtime, but this game saw. This game saw Michael McCar- Michael McCarran, Mr. Sexy, as people were calling him on the broadcast. Michael McCarran. Michael McCarran, I should say. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Apologies, Michael, in advance if I am not saying your name right. With his first goal of the game being his second of the year at 10 minutes and 20 seconds into the game, third, first period. Excuse me. I was about to say third, but no, that's in the first period. Tyson Berry 
on the assist, the former Maple Leaf, his ninth assist of the season, ninth as a Predator. I'm not sure how long Tyson's been with the Predators, but that's his ninth of the season. Gustav Nyquist, Gustav Nyquist with his 13th assist of the year. Before Michael Caron would do it again. 18 minutes and 38 seconds later. So the first goal for Caron, Michael Caron, is his second of the season. But it also puts the Predators up. Preds 1, Penguins 0. And then his third of the year is his second of the night. At 18 minutes and 38 seconds in. And just like that, it's Predators 2 and the Penguins 0. Third of the year for Michael McCarron. And on the assist for this one, Philip Forsberg getting the secondary assist. His 15th of the season. Philip Tomasino on the assist with his sixth of the year. After 20 minutes and after a 14 minute and 14 second Jeff Carter two minute minor tripping penalty. After 20 minutes, the Preds have the lead. The Predators have the lead 2-0 after 20 minutes. To the second period we go, and uh-oh, here come the Pens. Riley Smith finds Gino. He blanks UC Soros, and the Pens are on the board. With Gino's 10th goal of the season. And just like that, the Preds now lead. Predators 2, Penguins 1. Riley Smith, 7th assist of the season. 7th assist as a Penguin. At 5 minutes and 49 seconds in. 2 second period time. But we had quite a bit of penalties here in the second period. It all began 58 seconds in. Jeremy Ler Jeremy Lerizon. Jeremy Lazone. Two minutes for hooking is the call. John Ludwig, who would play in this game as well for the Penguins. Six minutes and 44 seconds into the second period. He gets called for fighting. Also, along with. Michael McCarron. Michael McCarron. He also gets called for five minutes at the same time slot. Six minutes and 44 seconds into the second period. So we have a scrap between John Ludwig of the Penguins and Michael Caron. And Michael McCarron at 6 minutes and 44 seconds into the second period. 
Jansen Harkins, he gets called for hooking at 9 minutes and 26 seconds in. 19 minutes and 22 seconds in, it's Marcus Pedersen getting called 2 minutes for holding. But after 40 minutes, here come the Penguins. Penguins on the board. Predators still leading. Only by one goal right now. Predators 2, Penguins 1. Headed to the third. In the third. Did we really think Rusty is not going to get a goal in his return to the lineup? Guess what? He does. And that ties the game. Two minutes and 26 seconds in to the third period. Brian Rust, 10th goal of the season. Puts the Penguins in a tie game. He ties it up. We're tied at two apiece. After 60 minutes, John Ludwig, first assist as a Penguin, first assist of the season, and first NHL career point. Congratulations to John Ludwig on your first career NHL point. Congratulations, my friend. Jake Gensel, Jake Shakes. Yeah, they're not half off as you're listening to this podcast now, but Jake gets his 17th assist of the season. Penalties in the third period. The only penalty going was was a five minute and 28 second call, hooking the call on Cole Smith for the Predators. Marcus Pedersen getting called for holding in the second period at 19 minutes and 22 seconds. No penalties in overtime? Well, we need overtime. No problem. Philip Forsberg says, guess what? This game's going to be over in only 14 seconds. He scores. He blanks Tristan Jari despite a call that was missed for what looked like goaltender interference, it looked like, or something. Interference looked like the call, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Game's over. Philip Forsberg calls game, and he gets his 12th goal of the season, assisted by Ryan O'Reilly, who had the secondary assist, by the way. Ninth assist for Ryan O'Reilly and Roman Yossi with his 12th assist of the year. And the Predators go on to win it. Game-winning goal, as mentioned, goes to Philip Forsberg. The winning goaltender is Yossi Soros. He's 8-9-0 and zero with this win. And the Predators, the Predators, the Nashville Predators, stay hot. They stay hot. The Nashville Predators 
stay hot. With that win. In also their 21st game of the season. Wow. Tristan Jari is 7, 8, and 1 with a loss in overtime, giving up the game-winning goal to Philip Forsberg. And from here, we are going to... We're going to give the game stats uh, in the second portion of the opening segment, where we'll also hear from Andrew Burnett. Hopefully I'm saying the uh, last name of your head coach, Nashville, correctly. If I am not, I sincerely and I am apologetic, rather, in advance. But coming up after this quick break. And this quick pre-recorded interview, post-game interview with Mike Sullivan which is now going to happen now. It's the three stars, the game stats. We will give you a play of the game. And then in the middle segment, we will give you the voice. We will give you the voice of head coaching duties for the Nashville Predators. He had some interesting things to say, but taking us to break, it's Andrew Burnett who will not be taking us to break in this one. We'll hear from Andrew in the middle segment before we take the middle segment break to get you ready for the final, for the final segment. But coming up, after we take a break and we hear from the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, which we're going to hear from right now, we are going to do the three stars, the game stats, and we will also provide you with a game with a player with a play of the game. Right now, take us to break. Let's hear what head coach Mike Sullivan had to say. How frustrating it is to see your team outplay the other team in the last two periods and then see the outcome be the way it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, I thought our team played hard tonight. I thought, uh, you know, we had a lot of good looks. It's unfortunate the way it ended. It appeared that Sid was interfered with pretty blatantly on the final play. Did you get a good look at it? Or were you surprised there wasn't a call? Yes and yes. No. Especially given, it seemed like they were calling a pretty tight game early on. Did that make it even worse? Well, I mean, it's a game-changing, it's a game-changing moment, right? Um, you know, I didn't like the opening drop of the overtime. It just, it is what it is. What do you think about our shot Rodriguez I thought he played solid. You know, he, he brings, he brings some edge to our team. Um, he sticks up for our guys. 
You know, he's, uh, I think he's getting more comfortable with every day that he's here. Uh, he moves the puck well. You know, we played him on the right side there as, and playing on his offside, that's not an easy thing to do. And we think he's doing a real good job there. Like even when your blue line gets healthy, does he have a real chance to stay in that spot if he keeps playing? Yes. Yes, he does. He's, uh, you know, he's a good player. He brings a, he brings a dimension that, that we don't have a lot of. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, that he, he's a guy that I think is going to get better. He's a young player in the league. I think he defends well. I think he, he's a guy that can help us on the penalty kill. He's strong at the net front. Um, you know, I, I think he's playing well for us. I feel like you guys did a pretty good job of clawing back into a game against a team that's not easy to come Yeah, back this, this team's played really well. They've won, you know, five in a row going into this one. they got a good team. You know, their top line is dynamic. Uh, Forsberg's having a great year. They've got Yossi and McDonough on the blue line. You know, this is a good hockey team. And... Uh, you know, I, we come out of the first period, you know, down. I thought I thought our team played well, you know, and that's what we told them. We just got to stay with it. We, we just got to we got to dig in and try to try to work to get the next goal and um, you know claw claw back into the game. And I give the players a lot of credit. I thought I thought we did that. I thought we played hard. I thought we competed. Um, you know, we were able to get that tying goal early in the third period, and and, and I think. Uh, I, I just like the resilience of the group. You know, I thought Rusty played his game. You know, he, he brings a ton of speed. He's a good player on both sides of the puck. He scores a goal. You know, he's he's a good player. Brian Rusty is definitely a good player. That's Mike Sullivan. And when we return, we will still have Andrew Bernetti. To hear, uh, we will have Andrew Burnett to hear from. He will be coming up in the middle segment, but when we return here on the opening segment, three stars introduction plus. Larry of the game and the game stats. You're listening to Penguins post game, and we return right after this. Streaming also, even though we are on Sports for Beginners, we stream also every Wednesday, like today on on the ice and behind the benches i also hope that you guys are enjoying leafs reaction on our podcast we really appreciate everybody tuning in but right now for penguins post game we're going to take a quick timeout and when we return Three stars introduction, three stars revealed, plus games play of the game, also game stats, and we're going to save 
because we're also going to include the game coming up today as of the recording of this podcast. In the final segment, we're going to save our recap of Tuesday night's game to not only do them, but also set you up for the games scheduled today. So don't go anywhere. Lots of Penguins post games still to come, including the three stars. And of course, our shake of the game and game pucks. We'll be right back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back, everybody. Two Penguins post game. It is time to reveal the three stars of the game in Nashville. You call it Smashville? You call it Music City? Whatever you want to call it, it's time to find out who the three stars of the game were in Nashville's 3-2 overtime win over the Penguins. Let's find out after this introduction. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me, and it's time to reveal your three stars. So, who are the three stars of the night? Well, first of all, let's remind everybody of the referees and the linesmen. Libror S., was one of your linesmen alongside Kyle Flemington, Jordan Sam Jordan Samuels, Thomas, and Kyle Re and Kyle R were your referees. Kyle Reharman Reharman, hopefully I'm saying that right. If I am not, I am apologetic in advance. For any for any of it, if I do pronounce names wrong, I am definitely apologetic in advance. Still to come, as you heard earlier, we heard from head from head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan. Earlier in this opening segment, 
Coming up in the middle segment, we will hear from Andrew Burnett, head coach of the Nashville Predators, and get his take on the win. Both of these press conferences I pre-recorded. So you'll hear the pre-recorded version. But we will link in the description where you can find the video versions of it. So with that all being said, I mean, we've talked about, we talked about all three of these three stars already, but let's get to them. It, they're all Nashville Predators. Your third star is number 14, uh, right winger number 14, Gustav Nyquist. Zero goals, one assist, plus one, 23 minutes and 11 seconds of total ice time. Michael McCarron is your second star, number 47 and center, with two goals. Zero assists, plus one. Now, this is interesting. I thought Michael McCarron might be on the ice for a whole lot more minutes. But instead, he finishes the game with a total ice time of 9 minutes and 47 seconds. Your first star with a total ice time of 21 minutes and 43 seconds. Plus two, one goal, and one assist. It's number nine. And game, set, matcher. Number nine of the Nashville Predators. Left winger, Philip Forsberg. It's Philip Forsberg. He's your first star. Michael McCarron is your second star, and Gustav Nyquist is your third star. All Predators. Speaking of which, let's actually take you to the play of the game here. It's the, it's the Valley Sports uh, broadcast. But my play of the game comes in the third period. It's the Rusty Razor saying, "I'm back in the I'm back in the lineup, and I'm ready to and I'm ready to go." So let's hear the call from Valley Sports. The Nashville Predator feed. Let's hear that call of Brian Russ, the Rusty Razor's goal to put this game in a 2-2 tie. It's good enough for my play of the game. Enjoy. Perrier with Gensel right on his tail. Have the legs taken out from under him. Crosby trying to wrench his way in there. Comes up for Ludwig. That shot, score! It's banked in! Everybody crowding the crease, and Pittsburgh is drawn even in the early portion of the third. Cosby's in there, Gensel. They're going to...
So we have a little bit of a backup here. Let's let's back that up just a little bit. To the to the crowded grease part. Okay, here we go. We'll do it here. Because we'll go to where we got paused here. Osby's in there, Gensel. They're going to ultimately get the puck back on this battle. There's Ludwig right there. And then Russ just puts it in. I'm not sure. Does that bank off of Lazar? Crosby. We'll see right here. This will be a good look. Lazar's got his back turned. Hold up, wait a minute. As we as we reach the end of the play of the game here, look where this is in the freeze frame here. This might have deflected. Just off of his. And it looks like it. Keister. Oh. Ooh. Oh my! Right off of the keister of Jordan Lazon, Lazon. Apologetic in advance, Jordan, if I pronounce your last name wrong, but that that is very close. That could have easily come right back. As Pete Weber would say. I'm going to play that play of the game one more time. Let's see if we can get the whole thing. And just in case we end up with... And just in case we end up with an ad or anything like that, we'll make sure that it's muted. But let's play this one more time. Perrier with Gensel right on his tail. Have the legs taken out from under him. Crosby trying to wrench his way in there. Comes out for Ludwig. That shot, score! It's banked in! Everybody crowding the crease, and Pittsburgh is drawn even in the early portion of the third. Osby's in there, Gensel. They're going to ultimately get the puck back on this battle. There's Ludwig right there, and then Russ just puts it in. I'm not sure, does that bank off of Lazan or Crosby? We'll see right here. This will be a good look. Lazan's got his back turned just off of his keister, as Pete Weber would say. Oh, so hopefully Jordan's okay. There's your play of the game. But what a way to what a way to return. Brian Russ, my man. It looked like there was no rust on you, even after you took an injury that that took you out of action for a while. Like, my good, my goodness. Brian, Ryan Rust, everybody. With that, we take you to the final portion of the opening segment, the game stats. But first, a quick reminder here that the Penguins are 10 and 10 on the season. 
Of course, you gotta count the zero, but... I guess you could say they're 10, 10, and 1. Unless overtime losses don't count. Well, they do count... They do count for the team... They do count for the team... Yes, the Penguins are 10, 10, and 1. The Predators, meanwhile, are 11, 10, and 0. So they could have gone to 10 and 11. Actually, they could have been 10, 10, and 1. Just like Pittsburgh is 10, 10, and 1 now. If Pittsburgh won. And also, if Pittsburgh won the game. Maybe the Penguins move to 11 and 10 and 1. Well, actually, maybe they move to 11, 10, and 0. Regardless, that's the way the, that's the, way the record is. And the Penguins fighting for the basement right now in the Metro. They are seventh in they are seventh in the metro right now. They're fighting for the basement and also trying to get into a good position to get into the playoffs. Uh the Predators are they fighting for the basement? Ugh. Eh, maybe, maybe, but they're fifth in the West and in the Central. Well, oh, oh no, sorry, they're fifth in their Central Division, but they're also from the Western Conference. They have twenty one. They have twenty two points. So I guess the, I guess the good thing about this is, I guess the good thing about this fans is. The Penguins do get a point because they got it to go to overtime. They just don't get the extra two. That's okay. Honestly, but you can't have that happening, especially not when... Dun, 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 dun! You've got the Flyers coming up for a twosome to kick off December. All right, let's get to these game stats for the game in Bridgestone Arena. Let's get to it. We'll start off going team by team. Actually, where's the fun in that? Let's just do it based on the numbers. So the Penguins outshot the Predators 31-26. to the Predators out hit the Penguins 32 to 15. Woo! 
It looked close in the face-off circle. The Predators with 27. The Penguins with 24. Penguins 0 for 2 on the power play. They did not. They find themselves 0 for 2. They did not connect on any of their penalty opportunities. They did not connect on any of their power play opportunities. Nashville also did not connect on any of their power play opportunities. They find themselves 0 for 3. So their PK was 3 for 3. The Nashville Predators were, sorry, PK was 2 for 2 for the Nashville Predators. The Penguins PK unit, 3 for 3. That's really good. The Penguins spent 11 minutes in the box. The Predators spent 11 minutes in the box. The Penguins, oh my goodness. I think this would be the game set matcher. Nine takeaways by the Predators. Four takeaways by the Penguins, but the Penguins gave the puck up 15 times. They gave the puck away to Nashville 15 times. Yeah, Nashville not doing too much better here. Uh, I mean, they're better, but they weren't great. And neither was Pittsburgh. They gave... The Predators gave the puck away to Pittsburgh 11 times. 11 giveaways for the Predators. 15 giveaways for the Penguins. The Penguins have four takeaways, and again, the Predators with nine takeaways. Predators blocked eight of Pittsburgh's 31 shots, 16 of Nashville's 26 shots were blocked by the Penguins hockey sticks. Here at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. And of course, I'm recording this. From Mississauga in Canada, and it's the night after the game. As we get ready to get you ready for Tampa Bay versus Pittsburgh. Time for a quick break. When we return, Andrew Burnett. Head coach of the Nashville Predators. We hear from him next. The shake of the game is also next. And game pucks of the game. Plus in the final segment. What else went down on a Tuesday night in the NHL? And what else is on top tonight? Who's playing tonight? And as always, we'll wrap up with the look ahead and the attendance record. But next, it's the shake of the game. The game pucks of the game. 
and Andrew Bennett. Andrew Burnett, head coach of the Nashville Predators. We'll hear from him, run the shake of the game, and run the game pucks of the game as well. All of that when we return. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Welcome you all back into the studio for our 21st recap of the Penguins hockey season for 2023-2024. And we welcome you back to Penguins post game. Again, this is our 21st recap of the season. Of 82. We've covered a lot of Penguins hockey, haven't we? All right, well, before we get to the shake of the game and game pucks of the game, let's hear what head coach Andrew Burnett. Andrew Andrew Burnett had to say. After the 3-2 overtime win over the Pens. Pens. To win a game like that where you're not necessarily in full control of it all still, but you still can find a way to win. You need some of those games. Yeah, you do. I think they're important for growth. Um, I really liked our third period. I thought that's uh, for me, is a sign that we're grasping a few things and understanding the importance of, of, of the timing of our game, where we, we recognized... We were a little too reactive in the second, um, and we kind of want to dictate in the third, and I thought we did a really good job of, you know, I think early in the year we might have been a little nervous or we might have sat back a little bit, and, and today we, we put the pedal to the floor, and, and I thought we dictated that whole period. Can winning become contagious in terms of just when you start to see a couple go your way? Can, can that make a difference in some of these late-game situations that you've talked about before? I think it, d- it definitely brings confidence. Um and a good feeling when you're winning. And it's amazing in this game and, and in any sport how that kind of happens. And, and uh, we're all looking for that secret potion. Um, nobody's really had the complete answer to it, but I just know when, you, when you're when you rolling or you're on a streak, it's better to stay on a streak than, than go off one. Can I talk a little bit about Michael yep. McCarron and yep. what he brings to the game? But obviously tonight, two goals, but just overall his game for this team. Yeah, he brings a little everything. You know, I think his fight energizes the, the you know, the bench. Um, I think he sticks up for his teammates. He's a fun guy to be around. He brings a lot of life and a lot of, uh, he's very vocal, which is really good for our group. And um, he's, he's a likable guy that, that when you have a guy that plays that hard for you and he'll stick up for anybody and, and he'll have fun with anybody, I think is always a great guy to have be around. And um, it's nice to see him get, get some goals. I mean, I'm kind of hoping he get three, but 
um, you know, it was two big goals for us tonight. How big is his line then with him, Smith, Tomasino, the guys kind of maybe kind of the foot soldiers that kind of stepped up tonight? Yeah, I think they're a big part of, of our winning success. I mean, I think they're contributing um, night in, night out a little bit, either through on the score sheet or, or just offense's own time. They've been hard on pucks. They brought some energy. Um, and I think for our group, that, that just adds another dimension that, that we need. So they've been really good. Andrew, when you took this job, did you know that, that Forsberg had this level of play in him, or has his play maybe surprised you a little bit with how dominant it's been at times? Um, I think, you know, from the outside, you, you knew he was a good player, and, and uh, you saw it once in a while, but you don't know him day to day, and, and you know, he gets on a, a roll like he is right now. He's, he's a very dominant player. So I, I probably knew, but to see it firsthand, he gains uh, probably a greater appreciation of, of what he brings. The uh, seven D uh, is, is that primarily kind of trans, you know transition and Shen back back in there, or, or do you kind of like you know, what you've seen in that? Yeah, I mean, I it's transitioning. You know, you know, we've had some guys come back from injuries and just trying to get them going, and it's been so hard for practice time for us. Um, if we were, you know, ideally, I'd love to have had them practice for a week, but when we're in this grind where we're playing, you know, four games a week, it, it, we've, we don't really have the the time or the energy to, to practice, so. It's just getting him back in the in the game, um, his timing, etc. Uh, but I like eleven and seven, um, but I think it's hard for for your group. And when you play this many games, it, it makes it tough when you do it night in and night out. You talked about game management. Do you feel like some of the veterans have kind of just slowly taken over and done the talking and whatnot lately? Maybe. I think they did it all year. I, I think there's some maturity with our group. It feels like. Um, Pretty much every day or every game, I feel we're, we're, we're starting to grasp it a little bit better. And you can hear the vocal. I thought after goals, I thought we were, we've been much better of late. Um, understanding the importance, understanding the importance of late in games. Um, the game before against Winnipeg where we, you know, kind of lost a little momentum, you know, and, and but we're able to, to, you know, right the ship a little bit and, and close the game out. Um, I think that goes... You know that that really helps you down the stretch, and you learn those lessons, gain that experience, gain that confidence. Um, so it was a real good growing experience in the third period. But we got to play again on Thursday. And who knows what happens? Just over two weeks ago, you're in here, and what we're talking about, you know, a five-game, four or five-game losing streak. There, uh, is it surprising how quickly things have, have turned around to this degree? Um, no, not really. I mean, I think we felt. You know, we kind of beat ourselves in a couple of those games. Um, and I think we didn't play very well on the road the last two games, and those were probably our, our two worst, at least in my opinion. And we came back, and we thought if we can turn it on for one game, we'd, we'd, we'd uh, find the, the cure. And unfortunately, in, in any sport, but the hockey gods don't usually let you off the hook. Um, they make you go through the mud a little bit to, to find the appreciation of how, our, how hard it is to win. Um, so I think we learned a little bit of that lesson and then we got rewarded for the things we've been doing most of the year and uh, we got to keep building. It's uh, it's nice to be one over, you know, but uh, there's, there's we got a busy week here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I wanted to kind of touch on, you know, a busy week. So both of these teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Nashville Predators, both are playing on Thursday. They have a busy week. So let me let me just break it down here for you. 
Saturday and then Monday for the Penguins. And we'll touch on this more in the upcoming segment, in the final segment here. But you know that you know the Penguins will would love. You know the Penguins would love to end it November on a high note, just like they started November on a high note. And then you know they would love to beat the Philadelphia Flyers. You know they would love to do that. But listen. I'm pretty sure during the off day, whether you're doing a walkthrough practice or whenever it is, I'm pretty sure you you don't necessarily want to look at other games and be like, oh, if we did this, we could have done, we could have won that game in games that you lost. Honestly, games that you lost leave them behind like you can learn from them by looking at their tape but you can't dwell on them you can't just dwell on them and be like oh if we did this then this would happen and we probably would have won the game no no whatever happened happened if you don't agree with it, okay. Just be better next time. So, on that note, before I get on a rant, because I don't necessarily like to rant, let's get you to our second feature of the day. And we always do this in the middle portion of the program. Before we get to that introduction, let's just get this out of the way. There we go. So let's now take you to the shake of the game. And we are going to do one per team. This is also our abbreviated version of our player of the game. Let's hear our introduction. I'll bring back the. I will bring back the. Yep, there we go. I brought it all back before I even said it. I was saying we we're going to bring back the area where the stats are. And of course, now that, now that I'll stop share and then share again. During this time with the shake of the game, I'll stop talking and let you hear the introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealer the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, 
you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. It's time to find out who the player of the games are in our abbreviated version of the player of the game. It's time for the shake of the game. As we always like to do before we do the shake of the game, we like to let you know who did not play in this game. So let's start with the Penguins. Alex Nylander, not in this game, but he was in the game against his brother before the Predators played the Penguins on Tuesday night. Dmitry Samorikov, nowhere to be found in this game. Vinny Hinnestroza, also scratched in this game for the Penguins. So again, Dimitri did not play. Vinny Hinnestroza did not play, and Alex Nylander not playing as well. Speaking of those that are not playing, Liam Frowdy. Liam Frowdy did not play for the Predators in this game. So, with that being said, let's start our shake of the game by giving a shake of the game and player of the game out to the Nashville Predators. And our recipient of this shake of the game is going to go to You know what? I I got to go. I got to go with Philip Forsberg. Two, two points in this game. Two plus two, plus two as well. So he had plus two points and plus two. One assist in the game. One goal. The game winner, by the way. Four shots on goal. Four hits. Zero penalty minutes. Zero blocks, and I don't have to tell you the time of total ice time, but we're going to do it anyways. 21 minutes and 43 seconds. Now, UC Soros and Tristan Jari both played exceptionally well the whole game. However, UC Soros did not get a play of the player of the game slash shake of the game. But I will give a shake of the game to the Penguin goaltender, Tristan Jari. Tristan, I feel like Despite giving up three goals, you you made 23 saves on 26 shots. 
Save percentage, 8.85 and 59 minutes played. You played pretty friggin' well, my friend. UC Soros, you also played pretty well. Gave up two goals against. Made 29 saves on 31 shots. Played 59 minutes. Save percentage of 9.35. So, your recipients for the shake of the game and player of the game are Tristan Jari for the goaltending side. And, of course, Philip Forsberg, who had game, set, match in this 3-2 Overtime win for the Preds. That brings us to the game pots of the game. And guess what? You can still vote. Even if games have gone final, you can still vote. Heck, you can even vote. Heck, you can even vote for your favorite Penguins player this year. You can even vote for your favorite Penguins player this year. And why you think they deserve a game puck. But during these shows as well, unless you guys send in your... Uh, your recipients. We'll give you our recipients. We have two for each team in the game pucks. And our two from the Penguins include the return of Brian Rust. One point in the game. Plus one for Brian Rust. One goal. No assist. Three shots on goal for the Rusty Razor. Uh, one block. Yeah, one block. Zero hits. He did go to the penalty box for three minutes. Oh, sorry, no. No, no. Brian Russ did not hit the box. Brian Russ did not hit the box. Brian Russ did not hit the box. He had three shots on goal. He did not hit the penalty box for any minutes. Played a total of 19 minutes and 40 seconds on the ice. And no hits. Now this is interesting. Normally I could have told you how many giveaways and how many takeaways guys had in the game. But they don't have that anymore. Oh well. No matter how many takeaways or giveaways were happening, we ha we will have our way here. For Nashville, your game puck recipients are. I mean, what can you say? What can you say about Ro what can you say about Michael 
McCarron. Yeah, he went to the penalty box for five minutes. He had three shots on goal, plus one, two points, which are the two goals, no assists. He had three hits in this game. Okay, yeah, he had no blocks. Interesting. But the other thing I find interesting here is not only did he go to the box for five minutes, five minutes in the penalty box, just because he got in, he got into a scrap with John Ludwig. But just because you get into a scrap with John, it doesn't mean you don't have to play a lot of more minutes, but you played like 9 minutes and 47 seconds. It's very interesting to me. Either way, Michael McCarron, your first game puck recipient. And wow, zero goals, zero assists, zero points, zero plus minus, zero shots on goal, and zero penalty minutes, six hits, 11 minutes, and eight seconds of total ice time, and no blocks for this guy. Kiefer Sherwood. You know what, dude? You were a hitting machine. You were a hitting machine. You were a hitting machine, my friend. Kiefer Sherwood and Michael McCarron are your Game puck recipients for the Nashville Predators. You want to take a break? I think we could. But you know what? Where's the fun in that? Let's wrap up the middle segment here with a quick look around the National Hockey League on a very busy Tuesday. 10 games on the 10 games on the slate including Nashville's 3-2 3-2 overtime win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Toronto Maple Leafs Play the first of their two games at home. And oh boy, do they have to win this one. They come from behind to win it in a shootout. Where Noah Gregor. Noah Gregor. Gets the game even in the second period. After it looked like, uh uh-oh, this might be a Florida game. This might be a shutout for Florida. Oh, and then he did it again. 
He has the game shootout winning goal. And the Maple Leafs defeat the Panthers 2-1 in a shootout in Toronto. The Philadelphia Flyers. Hey, we just mentioned the Philadelphia Flyers are coming up for the Penguins. Well, they fell to the Carolina Hurricanes 4-1 last night in Philadelphia. The New York Islanders and the New Jersey Devils, oh they played oh they played quite they played quite the hockey game. The Devils coming out on top five to four. The St. Louis Blues fall to the Minnesota Wild three to one. The Tampa Bay Lightning, who are next for the Penguins. Ball to the Arizona Coyotes, three to one. In Arizona, in the desert, the Vancouver Canucks defeat the Anaheim Ducks, three to one. In Connor McDavid's game, speaking of shootouts. The Oilers get a big one. They get the win 5 to 4 over the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. In a shootout, they defeat the Golden Knights in a shootout 5 to 4. And well, I mean speaking of shootouts, how about a shutout to wrap this up? The Dallas Stars shut out the Winnipeg Jets 2-0 with goals by Tyler Sagan and Joe Pavelski. Oh, and one final we forgot. The Seattle Kraken. They fall to the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3 in the Windy City. And if you guys were asking, no, Connor Bedard did not score a goal in this game. I guess that's okay. Because guess what? There's always another opportunity. Speaking of another opportunity, when we come back in the final segment, we'll get you ready for what's on tap tonight on Wednesday night. We'll also set up pens and... We'll also set up pens and lightning from Tampa Bay. 
for the post-game show. Will we hear next? On the next Penguins post-game show, will we hear next from Mike Sullivan? Will we hear from the Tampa Bay Lightning head coach? Maybe. But that'll all be in due time. Right after this from Broadcast Map, we wrap this up by letting you know what to expect on Weekly in Sports. That end of the month November show tomorrow. And of course the video versions will be available throughout the month of December. So if you're looking for some weekly in sports to catch up on, check out all the episodes we've done recently. And of course, feedback, good or bad, is good for us. We will try to keep things going, but keep things going so that we're not, as some people would say, bad. And I'm not, and when I say some people, I don't mean people in general. I'm talking about everybody. So I really don't want to be racist there. But I just want to make sure that I'm saying everybody here. So anybody, everybody who listens to this podcast, if you think there's things we need to improve on, let us know, please. We will improve on that as we go. We thank you guys so much for joining us on the show. We'll wrap it all up here on another edition of the Penguins post game show. And as I said, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. So we'll wrap it all up after this word from Broadcast Map. Set up pens and lightning. And we'll set up tonight's action on a Wednesday evening. Scheduled to get going in just under an hour from now. Two hours from now at the time of this recording. So when we return on on the ice and behind the benches. And when we return here on Sports for Beginners, right after this from Broadcast Map, we bring to you what's next for the Predators, what's next for the Penguins. We'll bring you the next five games. As the November schedule wraps up. We'll also bring you what to expect on Weekly in Sports. And what to expect on the next episode of 
Sports for Beginners Season 2. Those recordings will happen tomorrow. When you could probably see episode 36 of Sports for Beginners, well, that might come to you as early as next week. Before the Bills hit the field against the Kansas City Chiefs. All of it coming up, including our attendance record. It's all next, right here on Penguins Postgame when we return. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game, everybody. It's Scott McGregor here for another edition of Penguins Post Game. Time to wrap it up. Time to wrap it all up. And honestly, I can't think of any other song to bring us in here with. With December basically here, it, it, it's here, it's here this Friday, it's here this Friday, December 1st is this Friday, it's here, it's here, it's here this Friday, we're into December, the snow is falling. Like, let's get on. Christmas is coming. So, so we'll get back to the music in a little bit more. But I, like, we'll get back to that music in just a little bit. That stands to tell me. Ariana Grande is a great singer. I give her that right now. Um, Time to get to the look ahead here. But before we do. I'd like to tell you what's next. I should say what's on tap tonight on the ice. And I'll do that courtesy of sportsnet.ca. Well, we got two games that you can catch on Sportsnet. And of course, we're part of a very special edition that goes down on Sportsnet. 
It all begins with the Montreal Canadiens at 7 p.m. Eastern against the Columbus Blue Jackets. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, just while that game is getting underway, it's the Rangers doing battle from the Big Apple against the Detroit Red Wings. And then later at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, it's the Los Angeles Kings taking on the Washington Capitals from Los Angeles. And Crypto.com Arena. That is the site of the Capitals versus Los Angeles Kings game. And that gets going at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. The next time the Penguins will be playing. Let's get to it, shall we? Well, we know the Penguins are playing the Lightning next. But what time? And when? Tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, on Thursday, November 30th, from Tampa Bay. That's their opening of their next five games. So let's go into their December schedule. And it kicks off with a home-and-home back-to-back. A home-and-home series. Kind of back-to-back, if you will. (laughs) But it's the Battle of Pennsylvania. It's the Battle of Pennsylvania. Battle of Pennsylvania. the Battle of Pennsylvania and that kicks off Saturday this Saturday December 2nd at 7pm Eastern then that series of the Philadelphia Flyers and the Penguins shifts to Wells Fargo Center In Philadelphia, PA. For match two. Between these two squads. Now I could go over. No, I could go to the point of. When are the next matches for the Flyers and the Pens? And who's home? Who's away? Well, it looks like we're going to go Pittsburgh to kick it off, then to Philly, then back to Philly in January, and then back to Pittsburgh in February. Okay, well, at least they're not back-to-back. And at least they're not in the same month. Anyways, number one and two. 
Number two and three, I should say, of their next five games include the Philadelphia Flyers, all at 7 p.m. First on Saturday, December 2nd, 2023, from Pittsburgh, and then on Monday, December 4th, from Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And Tampa Bay Lightning are a part of their next five games. Next five games for the Penguins, including tomorrow night in Tampa Bay. Now, when do the Penguins play the Lightning? On Wednesday, December 6th. That's next Wednesday, December 6th. That is the next time the Penguins will play the Lightning after tomorrow night's game. And let's see. So the Lightning are the first one. Philadelphia are, are second and third. Tampa Bay is the fourth one. That kicks off a two-game, a four, that actually kicks into a four-game, a three-game road trip, excuse me, that ends in Florida on December 12th, when the Penguins go head-to-head with the Florida Panthers at, you guessed it, 7 p.m. Eastern Time in Florida. <clears throat> and the same time as the game tomorrow is on Wednesday, December 6th. 7 p.m. Eastern. And there you have it, your next five games. Two Flyers games, two Lightning games, and a showdown between the Panthers and the Pens. Showdown number one of three. In Florida. In a series with the Florida Panthers. How about the Nashville Predators? How did they run? How did they wind down? Well, number one in their next five games is a showdown. In Nashville, in Smashville, in the Music City. And it's against the Minnesota Wild. At 8 p.m. on Thursday, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern. In December, their second of their next five games is... A battle with the New York Rangers at 4.30 p.m. Eastern.
followed by at 7 at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, December 3rd, part of a back-to-back. -back. A showdown in Buffalo against the Sabres. And that's their third. Their fourth is in the Windy City, Tuesday, December 5th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern against Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. And so the Wild are the first, the Rangers are second, the Sabres third, Blackhawks fourth, and then on Thursday, December 7th, 8 p.m. from the Music City in Smashville. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Nashville Predators. To wrap up their next five games. Alrighty, we let you know what's on tap. We let you know what's on tap for the Pens, what's on tap for the Predators. We let you know. What's on tap tonight? So as we wrap this up here, We'd like to we'd like to let you know that this game in Nashville between the Penguins and the Preds between the Penguins and the Predators was won by the Nashville Predators. The Predators win three to two. In overtime. And it was brought to you wherever you were streaming the game. In front of 17,159 fans in attendance. To those of you that were in attendance at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. And with the attendance out of the way. Penguins postgame gets ready for the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's the first of three. That begin tomorrow. And as we are about to sign off, I want to remind everybody the next time the Penguins and the Predators will be meeting will not be until April 15th from the Bird. The game will be in the Bird. 
on April 15th, 2024. So they've had their meeting for 2023. They're going to have their meeting again. But this one for 2024. All that being said, we wrap up here by letting you know that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. We say so long for now from Penguins postgame. And to take us out, let's let's do it one more time. But we're going to do more Christmas music here to take us out into our outro music and outro message. Ryan Talbot joins me in studio for our Buffalo Bills bye week episode on Sports for Beginners, Season 2. Number 36 of Season 2, it's Ryan Talbot returning to the studio to talk Bills with me as we await the next Bills game coming up, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Next time you'll hear my voice and just my voice is tomorrow on Weekly in Sports. It is, of course, our next episode of Weekly in Sports, but our final of the year please go subscribe to the to the channel we would love it if you took a second to rate review and share the podcast have a great rest of your evening or of your day whenever you're tuning into this and i look forward yes I look forward to chatting with you all, especially you, Penns Nation, next time on Penguins Postgame. Please, please go subscribe to Weekly in Sports. On YouTube, leave a comment, for us to read, and I assure you, all feedback is welcome. Happy Holidays, everybody. The holidays are coming. Please go subscribe. 
We would love it. It's episode eight, and it's our final season of, sorry, our final episode of 2023 in Weekly in Sports. Please go subscribe. And on that note, Weekly in Sports episode eight will be on YouTube in December. It comes your way tomorrow. Episode 36 of Season 2 of the podcast comes your way tomorrow as well. It will be out on the airwaves ahead ahead of Bills versus Chiefs. I'm out for now. We'll catch you next time on Penguins Postgame. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.